Explain Motherhood. I'm Crystal. And I'm Scarlett. And today we're starting again each episode with our little mini mom study. We're going to kind of share an insight with you that, that we had from our little motherhood Book of Mormon reading challenge. So we just started this last episode and we're excited. I always love hearing Scarlett's thoughts. So <laughs> sorry today you're hearing from me, no, but I love it. <laughs> it is just a little, little mini nugget that I had from um, my recent Book of Mormon reading and studying. So from the verse in 1 Nephi 7, we know like with Nephi when he is tied up by his brothers and he's praying to the Lord to burst the bands that he is bound, right? And I was thinking how that relates to me in motherhood and how I really want to pray with faith to burst the bands of the natural man that the natural man has on me as a mother so that I can be free to be the mother I truly want to be and that the Lord knows I can be. Okay. So that is just my little writing in the margins. I would not have put that together. That is so thoughtful and like so smart. Thank you. You're so sweet. I just love, I love when the spirit can just tell you what you need to hear, you know, and liken the scriptures to yourself. That's really what they're written for. And that's why I love this reading challenge we're doing. It's helping me, like we keep saying, like see the Book of Mormon with new eyes. And it makes me excited to read in the morning. Yeah. To be like, ooh, what am I going to get that's going to really pertain to me as a mother? Because yeah. that's what I'm doing all day. I'm being a mom. <laughs> totally. And it's going to help you. And it really does. Yes. And that just really spoke to me. And I'm like, that's really what I want. I just want to burst this dang natural man. <laughs> like, what would you say are some of the natural man things that like hold you back or hold women back or moms? I mean... I can't really speak for everyone, but for me, the things that come to mind are just like, I, I am upset that I get frustrated so easily, I feel like, or that I can't like stay calm or just stay like, I don't know, just things like that. Or I want to be more present. Just any goal that I have to be like the best mom, just any obstacle or just natural tendency, you know, of of the natural man that keeps me from being that. Like, I just want to be kind always. Like, why yeah. do I ever get upset? You know, right, things like right, that. Right. So I like that. Thanks. So that's my little insight, my little mom study. Well, thank <laughs> you for sharing. Um, yes. Today we are going to do episode two of our family proclamation series. So last week we talked about faith and prayer and repentance, forgiveness. This week we are going over respect, love, and compassion. <sighs> I'm really excited for this one. So good. So many good things. Those are very, very powerful words. Yes. I think when I think of respect, you know, respecting ourselves, each other, the Lord, and even I was even thinking like commandments. Like, do you show respect for commandments or covenants or I don't know? Like, how do you respect that? I don't know. Just thought that was interesting. I love that. I was thinking of. Um, like, have you heard of respectful or gentle parenting? It's like one of the parenting yes. things. Yes. I've really loved it. That's what I've do- dove most into as okay. a mom. I've like heard about it from podcasts that I love and listen to and like accounts that I follow on Instagram. And one of my favorite books about respectful or gentle parenting is called No Bad Kids by mm. Janet Lansbury. It's okay. so, so good. And an account I like to follow is Transforming Toddlerhood. And she just has really great things to share. But basically, this parenting style is based on empathy, respect, understanding, and boundaries. And it's like all about connecting and communicating and being consistent with your boundaries and just 
things that you do as a parent. And I really like it. I really yeah. like this approach to parenting. I know there's lots of parenting styles out there, but that's what came to my mind with respect. Well, and I feel like we, we parent the way we were raised sometimes. Yeah. Unless we go out of our way to study and learn a new way. Yes. Right? Yeah. And it's true. Crystal and I've talked a lot about there's so many more resources yes. out there today. Pretty thank amazing. goodness. Yes. And a lot of them are from women and moms that want to share their knowledge with everyone else. Mm-hmm. So yes. I think take advantage of that with like social media even. Yes. Of like following those accounts that are going to help you. Yes. In your definitely. motherhood. Something like that. I love. Yes. Speaking of one of my favorite accounts that we just have to mention, I'm going to bring her up twice in this episode is... And I feel like a lot of people know her, but simply on purpose. I love her. Cute. Her she, name's, is it Ralphie? Ralphie, okay, yes. Yeah. Yes. She's just so great. And I love the things she shared. And recently, I just bought, like, she has lots of good digital products. And I just got one um, all about teaching your kids the value of respect. So it goes really I well love. with this episode. But I'm excited. So we'll have to link that or share have it. Have you gotten you guys- that yet? Yes. Okay. I haven't done it yet, but okay. I've like looked over it. I just got it the other day. Okay. But it's we'll have so to do neat. like an Instagram story or something yes. about that. Yes. I think people would want to know. And share it. So in case anyone else wants to buy it, yeah. you know, her stuff isn't too expensive. So it's just helpful. It's like, I need, yeah. I feel like we're all raised so differently and like different resources were available back when we were being raised in like different perceptions yes. of how to raise your kids, you know, and it's just changes throughout. I'm sure it will just change again with our for kids, sure. For sure. you know, but I do love like gathering all this knowledge and like wisdom and just feeling what feels right to implement into my family and with my kids and my motherhood. And, um, and I just think it's important to learn and follow that. And so I love, um, with that though, it can be overwhelming (laughs) to be like, wow, okay, I need to teach all of these things, like all these emotional skills and social skills and how to just do all the good things and be Christ-like and live the gospel, you know, to my little three-year-old, like, okay, how do I do this? You know? And it can be a lot, but I love resources like this. Like, how do I teach my three-year-old to be respectful? Cause that's kind of been a thing lately. I'm like, Oh, that's not really being respectful. Like I need you to listen because listening is being respectful to your parent, you know? And so I'm excited to dive into this. Well, um, and those resource. are skills that like adults need. Yeah. And like, yes, yes. If you don't learn it in as life. a kid or like, where are you going to learn it from? Yes. And like, these are crucial things that I don't know, help you get a job someday. And like, just with important, essential yes. life things. You yes. Know? So true. My dad always taught me to be respectful. That was like his biggest thing yeah, I would say. He's like, cute. Oh, be respectful. And I feel like it has served me so well yeah. in my life. Yeah. Just knowing, be respectful to your leaders, you know, whether it's your teacher or like at church yeah. or your bishop or just your friend, like your neighbor, yeah. your parent. It's just really blesses your life, like in the in your schooling, your career, your totally. home life. Like respectful. I don't think we talk about it very often in life, but no, it's I really a good so. skill. I think something for me is like learning to respect people's time. Oh, that's and great. I love. Like that. I struggle with that. Like I'm really bad at time management, Ugh, and I feel hard. like I inconvenience people because out of like just not paying attention to the time or right. what, what they have going on. And it's just like thinking of their perspective or their life or what do they have going on that like I need to be respectful to that yes. maybe I'm not aware of. Yeah. Or I don't know, just like and being respectful for the time that people put into stuff. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like even just your primary presidency or people in your ward, like they're all doing their best in their callings and just being respectful to 
the way they're doing it, even if it yeah. may not be the way you would want to or whatever, but <laughs> yes, that's so good. I don't know. I think when I think of like respect, love and compassion, like those are things that the savior embodied oh, like through and yeah. through. Like, yes, yes, he was perfect. Yes. He had everything, but <laughs> these are really big ones. Yeah. It's like what you think of. You think yeah. of love and compassion are like his shining characteristics. Yes. And like respect True. for people that were nothing like him. Yes. And like, yes. Like respect like and tolerating look, yeah. different opinions. And I think that's something so in the world that we really struggle with these mm-hmm. days. Like if you have opposing opinions, you cannot be friends. Right. You cannot talk. Or you will fight and you will argue. Like it doesn't have to be that way. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So we true. can all find common ground on something while still respecting each other's boundaries and beliefs and thoughts and I don't know, just being polite. Yeah, so true. I like that. That's so good. Um, I was really excited too to focus on like love and compassion. Yeah. That just like makes you feel good. I don't know. Totally. I just like, oh, I can't wait to talk about love well, and compassion. And it's like, we just had Valentine's and it's February yes. and love and it's all yes. in the air. Yes, so true. So uh, jumping into love, unless you had more no, respect. Go ahead. Um, lately, what's been on my mind is like learning my child's love language. You know, the love languages, like we all know the five love languages and I know it's like Gary Chapman, his book, but he has a bunch of versions and there's one for kids, like geared towards kids, not just like a romantic relationship, you know? And I loved that. Um, that's been a big focus for me lately, just figuring out what is my little girl's love language? Cause I just want to hone in on that, lean into it and just like love her so much with that love language, you know? And it's been really neat to do that lately. Um, I have to share kind of um, kind of a sad story, but it has helped motivate me to kind of focus in on this more. So, and again, I really hate admitting any mom fails, but we should, right? Because we, we should, should probably normalize the, that a little yes, more. We're all in the same boat. So we all don't feel like everyone's perfect and I'm the only one failing as a mom. <laughs> no, no you're, none of you are failing. You're all doing so great. But I feel like I have failing moments. Um, but I do love President Hinckley, though, said he said you... Never fail unless you quit trying. And I do not quit trying, so I have not failed. No, never. (laughs) Neither have you guys. So I will say that. But just the other day, I mean, I've been doing like, in in February, I did like the 14 days of love for my little girl. And like trying to, she loves like in those little gifts and surprises in the morning. You know, I love it. So I know, it's like, I know she feels loved by me. And I try to be like a kind and loving mom and, and stuff, you know. But the other day... Um, just randomly we're in the car and she's like, mom, I went to my closet and I said, mom doesn't love me. Oh, <laughs> like and break down in tears. Even saying it now, I'm like, oh, oh. what? Oh my gosh. <laughs> like that is that's the, the last thing you want to hear so sweet. from your child. I'm like, wait, what? I'm also like, when did this happen? And why? Like what, yes. what? what prompted this? Yes. yes. And I was so sad. I was like, wait what why and I was anyways it was literally the saddest moment I was like great (laughs) trying so hard and it's just not working she's like by the way mom (laughs) oh it was so sad so yeah you can imagine how terrible I felt (laughs) and so anyways because of that I was like okay I'm obviously need to do more or whatever I need to do something because I don't know why what caused her to feel that way or do that. And, and maybe it was a silly thing, but I, I'm like, no, there's gotta be some reason. So anyways, ever since then, I've made it more of a focus to be like more present and like put my phone away and 
and then again like like hone in on her love language and it's made such a big difference what would you say her love language is like how do you know so through that book or whatever so yes so a couple ways you can find out is um yes that book so let's see simply on purpose she again simply on purpose (laughs) like gonna mention her a million times in this episode she has a really cute printable you can do um, and it's like a little quiz to ask your kids and you can find out that way specifically what their love language is. So I tried doing that the other day and was like, would you rather, it's cute. Like, would you rather questions? Right. Which my girl loves to answer. I'm like, would you rather get a cute, like a sweet note from me or a hug? And she's like a hug Aww. and you can go through those, but also you can just ask. So yeah. then the other day I said, what makes you feel loved? And she said, you, and that, so there we go. Turn, turn oh, around. She just contradicted herself right there. <laughs> I was like, thank goodness. Okay, oh, we're back man. on a positive note here. But I thought that was sweet because I've always felt like quality time. So I feel like when she says you, that makes me think of quality time and physical touch, just where she loves the hugs and everything. And so I have noticed that she loves just being snuggled and kissed and hugged and like cuddle on the couch and watch a show or read books or just anything like that or just run up and give yeah. her a love and she just loves it and then yeah. loves me just playing with her I think most kids like probably quality yeah. time for presents of their parent but that's just been really sweet so I just that's had to share that idea and it's just it's been such it's made such a good difference when well, toddlers are just hard to figure out and navigate <laughs> and that is a really positive way to like connect with your kid is to learn their love language. Yes, I never right? would have thought of that. I know, me either. Oh, I love it. So thanks. Bloom and Grow is another incredible resource that I love and she teaches all emotional intelligence things and she has a whole section on love where she also talks about like discovering your child's love language. Mm. And it's just sweet. Like her That's little boy so said, like she's like, what makes you feel loved? And he was like, he's like four probably. And, and he's like, um, special time dates, like starts listing all these oh. things. And she's just like quality time, quality time, quality yeah, time, you yeah. know? And it's really sweet. So I think if you kind of just ask your child, if you don't want to like get the quiz, um, I think you'll discover it. Cause I actually yeah. thought hers was probably gifts. And then I was like, I think that's maybe number three, but I was like, no, she loves physical touch and quality time way better. Like, well, and do you find that like you with your own love language, you project that onto others? Oh, yeah. that's what you love? Totally. Yes. 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 Like with your spouse or with your kids yes. or your family or something. Like, but it really makes a conscious, like you have to make a conscious effort to like do what they love. Right. right? Yes. It's so true. Not that you're trying to make it all about you. We just like natural man, right? Like no. we just. It's like, yeah. It's, it's like, just oh, what this comes, is how I like to yeah. feel. Yeah. So this is what I like to do for people. Right. Yeah. It's but true. that's a really good thing to just ask them and talk yeah. to them. Yeah. And just kind of observe, like they love, like it's cute. She, <laughs> my dad kind of says this term where he's like, oh, I'm going to rough you up. Kind of like little Russell, <laughs> you know? And lately she absolutely loves when my husband does that. She's like, dad, can you rough me up? Cute. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because she's seriously the most girliest, little, cutest, sweetest Aww. thing. But she loves getting roughed up. <laughs> But that's like, no, dad, I want to hang out with you. Yeah, I want to like... And physical touch. Yes. Like, I want you to like wrestle me and like tickle me. It's that's just so cute. cute. So I just think there's lots of ways that you can show that affection. It's really like affection too, you know, towards your child if that's For their sure. love language. But hugs and kisses and cuddling and even like um, just like group hugs and just cute things. So, so sweet. Well, and with that, just like talking kindly 
mm-hmm. to your kids, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was thinking of this episode and I thought about, I don't know if many people have heard of this. I learned about it in high school, but it's the rice experiment, like rice that you eat. Okay. Um, and what you do is you put, you fill up three different jars with water and you add rice. I don't know the exact measurements, but we can get that. <laughs> we'll find um, and what you do is for one jar, that is like your love rice. Okay. You Cute. talk, you're going to talk to the rice. This sounds crazy, <laughs> but I promise you this is a sci- science experiment. <laughs> it is real. <laughs> oh, that's fun to do with kids. Yes. So you're going to have one jar. It's your love jar. You are going to say nice things to the rice. You're going to say, I love you. You're amazing. You got this, you know, just really positive things. Okay. You do this every day. Every day. Just once a day. Yeah. In high school, they just had us walk up to the jar and like say something and then go sit in our seat. Like that was how we had to enter the classroom. And then your other jar is like your negative, pessimistic, like just, you're just going to say, I don't want to say like unkind, but yeah, you're going to just be like, you're not special. You're whatever. You're going to say rude things to this jar. Your third jar, you're going to completely ignore, not even look at, don't touch it, don't anything. And you guys, <laughs> this is so crazy. I can't believe this is real. But after a few weeks, the jar that you spoke negatively to is moldy and like, like clearly not good. Wow. The jar that you ignored is also not in a good state, but the love jar, it is like perfect it is it is like clearly it's rice but it just shows like how powerful your words are yeah and that like you can build someone up or tear them down in an instant right true yes and unfortunately sometimes we can do that with our kids and get frustrated and our words come out or with our spouse or just in general like talking and you don't realize your kids are listening and you know just taking those opportunities to like build them up um yeah when it came with this rice experiment i actually found a talk by elder stevenson and he talked about a different experiment but it's similar he talked about one with bunnies actually oh yeah Um, i remember this yeah and so he said in a secular world bridges connecting science with gospel truths sometimes seem far and few between yet as christians followers of jesus christ latter-day saints the results of this scientific study may seem more intuitive than astonishing for me, this lays another brick in the foundation of kindness as a fundamental healing gospel principle. Wow. Healing. Like, a fundamental healing gospel principle. Wow. And, like, how often do our families need healing from maybe things said that we didn't mean or mm-hmm. different things? I feel like we're constantly needing that. And kindness is so simple. Yes. Right? Yes. I love that. Yeah. Kindness so is so so simple but so important it's so vital I feel like that leads perfectly into compassion like when I think of being kind and compassionate they just kind of go together right loving kind compassionate kind of tie together and again you guys simply on purpose posted (laughs) (laughs) so go follow her because she's now mentioned three times no but um this really hit me the other day it has really helped me as a mom and just in my day-to-day So she talked about listening to the right story. So for example, she just said, sometimes we get like, as a mom, we get caught up in like telling us our own story as like a mom, like, 
oh, why are they making things so hard and just frustrating me and they're taking forever and can't get out the door just to go on a walk or whatever it yeah. is. We're feeling like we're telling ourselves like our kids, like we're, we're acting like our kids are doing this on purpose to drive us crazy, you know, right. or to get us right. upset or frustrated. When really it's like, your child, their story is, oh, I just cannot get my shoe on. Like, like they're just right. trying to get their shoe on or tying their shoe or whatever it is. And we're just like telling us, telling ourselves this adult problem story, right? That's, That's not even reality. really not relevant. Yeah. Yes. And not what's really happening. And so I just loved like shifting our focus. She talks about when there's a child problem that's occurring, like tell yourself your child's story. I like that. Listen to the right story. Listen to a child's story and not your story. Like what you're telling yourself is going on because I'd say like nine times out of 10, it's the child's story. That's really what's going on. And when I shift my focus to being compassionate to my little girl and thinking, what is her story right now? Like, you know what? She just like, she just wants to cut the fruit herself (laughs) or she just wants to put on her shoes by herself. And I'm like getting all frustrated about whatever. I got to get out the door and we're going to be late to this. You know what I mean? Totally. So I really love that, that phrase. I've just thought that to myself lately, listen to a child's story. And I just think that shift in our mind can really help us have more compassion for our kids. I love that. And I feel like thinking of it even in like a marriage aspect, you know, sometimes like my husband will get home from work and he'll feel like kind of frustrated or other things. And I immediately think it's because of me. Oh, right. Right. I'm like, oh, I, he, he must be mad at something, you know, when in reality, he just had a hard day at work and certain things came up or it has nothing to do with me, right? His yeah. story is something I'm not even aware of. Right. right? And, like, yes. and like with a spouse versus a child, you can actually ask them like, what's going on? Right. Like, what's right. your story right now? Yes. Like, yes. And explain to me these feelings because I feel this way. And I don't know. It's all about having that like compassion and love and respect in your home. And mm-hmm. it starts with you. Yeah. Right? It starts with your relationship. Yes. Like if mom and dad are, there's tension there, the kids feel it. <laughs> right? right. I don't know. No, I think that's so good. And um, also along with this, I just thought how obviously Christ is the perfect example of this. Like he, he had obviously such great compassion. He did this with sinners though. Like he told himself their story. He wasn't like, oh, this and that. Like not saying his story. He got down on their level and like really thought about what they truly needed. You know, these sinners, yeah. like think of like the woman caught in adultery. Like she didn't need to be rebuked or lectured right. or scolded or yelled at or whatever. She needed love, compassion, and forgiveness. Like she needed to I be like guided. That. Yeah. And I just think that's exactly what we can do and need to do for our kids and allow Christ to do for us because yeah. we are so hard on ourselves too. Totally. I think as mothers, we need to have way more compassion on ourselves Um, so that we can then have greater compassion towards our children as well. I just think when we're kind to ourselves, we can be kinder to others too. Yeah. So, well, and that made me think of like, my kids are extremely energetic. They have more energy than I even know what to do with. And people notice this (laughs) about my kids. Like people will say, where did they come from? Holy cow, this energy. (laughs) And I find myself talking negatively about it a lot. Yeah. Maybe not to them, but to other people like, uh-huh. oh, I'm just exhausted and they are so much and they are so hard. And why are they like this? And why do they have to be jumping off of everything? <laughs> like, 
Like I just get really frustrated. And instead I'm thinking, you know what? Yeah. They have a lot of energy, but they're very fun and they like to go out and do things and they don't say no to a challenge. And like taking those things that maybe drive you crazy (laughs) about your child or something that like just is really hard for you to grasp and like figure out how that could be a positive in their life. Yeah. I love you know? that. Yeah. Seeing it in a positive light. Yeah. Cause like my crazy kid that you, if you saw me at target and my kid just like running wild, you would probably be like, holy cow. She has zero control of that kid right now. <laughs> like I would always like not judge, but like have thoughts about kids like that. And now I have really energetic kids and instead it's like, no, they, these are their strengths because of this personality that they have. Yeah. Right? And totally. it might it's a personality that's totally opposite from mine. <laughs> yeah. But yet there are strengths to it, you know, and I can't wait to see how they and how I can help them channel those into more strengths. You yeah. know? Yes. I love that. I think I that's know. so great. That's such a good example and perspective. Thanks for sharing that. I love that. All the things, you guys. We are just <laughs> constantly learning and we're just trying. And right? It's cool that we're even making an effort, you know? It's true. It's so true. So that, so good. yeah, so good. That's what I would say, though, for a challenge. Let's, I'd say for the next seven days, so until the next, next episode, um, let's do the Compassion Project. We'll okay. call it that. The Compassion Project. Let's so for it. the next seven days... Have more compassion for your kids and for yourself. Listen to your child's story. Listen to what Christ's story is for you. Think what Christ would say to you when you're falling apart or frustrated. Like, he's going to listen to your story. Like, you are trying so hard as a mom. You're tired. You need to eat lunch. (laughs) Like, you need this. Like, you are doing great. Like, you're trying your best. And you've done, you know, just like, what would the Savior say to you during your hard moments? And what can we do to best help and lift up our kids during their hard moments or just moments that, you know, are making it hard as a family in the moment. But yeah, just the compassion, compassion project. Let's be more compassionate. I love that. Let's check in in seven days. Yep. (laughs) Let's do it. Thanks for listening, you guys. Thanks. We'll see you next week.